saying? Okay. Yeah. Totally down. Why not? Let's go. For it. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So we started off with uh, number one. Okay, I'm warning you now that if you let me, I'm just going to keep talking. That's fine. <laughs> so feel free at any point to be like, Ryan, shut up. <laughs> All right. So my name is Ryan. My name is Patrick. And a little backstory on Patrick and I. We both graduated from uh, Cal State Channel Islands, mm-hmm. and that's where we met and uh, figured out our shared interest in people. Yes. So why are we here? Who are we? Well, we just told you who we are. Um, Patrick, why don't you tell us uh, what the name of this thing is that we are doing? <laughs> no problem. This is the... Chasing Normal podcast. And what is Chasing Normal? <sighs> so many things. <laughs> so many. <laughs> so many. <laughs> it could be whatever you want it to be. Yeah, pretty much. Um, one way to put Chasing Normal is that uh, it's a little counter... Is, what is the word for it? Counterintuitive, maybe. Counterintuitive. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of an oxymoron. Like, who wants to be normal nowadays? Right? right? But in reality, just our our being different is normal. And we can be the best version of ourselves by being different, and that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly normal. Um, There's a lot of stigma behind being different or feeling different if you want to delve into the mental aspect of it. So we just want people to be comfortable with themselves and... Hopefully, in that sense, they can have more confidence, more empowerment, and progress. Hmm. You know, what's your take on chasing normal? <laughs> well, first of all, I dig that. Uh, Patrick, by the way, was the one who came up with the name, and we both loved it. Yeah, <laughs> um, and it and it is cool. It kind of has this um, this ability to kind of morph into different things. Like mm-hmm. we can all kind of interpret it in different ways. And, and I interpret it very similar to to Patrick in the sense that, you know, we're we're all chasing something. I think that that sense of normal is very elusive. Mm. You know, we're all chasing it, but we don't really know exactly what it even is. But we're chasing it, and that kind of creates this form of dissonance. Right. 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 So it can it can be describing the the unfortunate reality of our society right now, but I think it could also. Um, describe a an optimistic hope for our society, which is that like we chase a a normal, our normal, whatever the heck your normal is, mm-hmm. uh, chase that. And I think that that you know, so it could be both uh, you know a description of the negative aspect of our society and the positive hope that can potentially come. Yep. Oh, um, yeah. what else? Also, I feel like uh, another thing that we touched upon. Mm. Is that when you think about normal, you ha- you think about all these samples. Mm. So it's not just one individual, because there's no nothing to base it off of. Mm. So when we say normal, it's we want it to be more of a community, more of a group effort um, that we are striving for together, that we can potentially help each other out along mm. the way. 
you know how there's like an average normal, say like 79, I don't know. Right. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why. <laughs> 79 is a good the, number. The normal right. score. Right. So uh, essentially, chasing normal could also be, let's move, let's pull that 79, we can make it like, Make it like eighty five. Mm, so all of us average. are moving up collectively together and together. Yeah, hmm. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we, I mean, we've come up with multiple different interpretations of chasing normal. So mm-hmm. I'm sure, you know, our listeners or anybody who hears this, hopefully more than a couple, <laughs> more than just our our loved ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll start somewhere. Uh, <laughs> they'll they'll come up with their own interpretation. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, so well Patrick, what what would you say the purpose is of this podcast? Why are we doing this? Our main focus I I believe is to put our attention on mental health. Hmm. There's some stigma behind it. There's uh maybe some unanswered questions people may have. And I feel like we are here to use uh our energy to the best way we can is hmm. to bridge the gap of people who may not be as informed or as uh, experienced resource with the resources that they can have. Also, mm-hmm. just to, I mean, our, our just talking about mental health hopefully decreases the stigma around it. Yeah, totally. What about you? Do you want well, to- I, I completely agree with that. I mean, that's kind of, you and I came together with that, mm-hmm. that yeah. mutual... Uh, goal in mind. Um, I think as men too, there's like there's a there's a purpose behind just us being you know men and wanting to talk about our minds because you know I was walking my dog Ace earlier uh-huh. and uh, tell us which about Ace. Ace will come up many times <laughs> yeah. throughout this podcast, <laughs> many times per episode. Not even just <laughs> oh, I love that dog. Well, um, but I was walking him and the thought came to mind of like. Um, because I saw another woman walking her dog, and I noticed that it was mostly women outside with their animals. And I was thinking how very therapeutic walking is mm. and being with your animal. And I was like, why are there so many like women out here and not very many men? And the thought kind of continued with this. Do women have more of a you know propensity to address their mental health needs uh-huh. or do things that make them feel good, you know, mentally or spiritually. Um, and then are men doing that as well? Is it as popular? I don't know. But but I guess like part of our purpose is the fact that like we, you know, we want to not only encourage uh, mental health and education about mental health and encourage one another, um, both for men and women, but mm-hmm. but I mean, just specifically the fact that we are, you know, men talking about it. I'm hoping it will become a growing topic of discussion among men. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> I'm or, sure. Or they'll just like hear our podcast and be like, what you guys are <laughs> douchebags. <laughs> talking about feelings? <laughs> what is those? What is those? That's exactly what they'll say. Yeah, oh, I'm sure yes. we'll have a at least one or two episodes dedicated to that gender difference mm. uh, with mental health. It's definitely important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's good to point out, and hopefully by that time we'll get some feedback and see if you uh, listeners out there have some comments or questions that we can uh, provide feedback for. Yeah, definitely. 
So this next question for us both, I feel like is kind of, it'll be a big one, but how has mental health specifically uh, affected us personally? So many, so many ways. (laughs) How much time do we have? (laughs) It's already 10 minutes in. I I know. (laughs) So these next five episodes, we're going to go in. (laughs) Yeah, right. It's just going to be us talking about our lives Mm -hmm. and all of the deep thoughts and feelings we've ever had. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Where do we start? Where do I start? Um, hmm. And part of this podcast, we want to be authentic yeah, and genuine of course. with our and and Patrick and I are like that, but we want people who are listening to this to know that this is not something that we are reciting or recanting from some well written whatever crap. This is just coming from off the top Us. freestyle we're about to freestyle, freestyle. For y'all. <laughs> it's real keeping it 100 <laughs> we're keeping it 100 here oh man so in my past um i actually don't know if i told ryan this before but mm-hmm. i've had uh battles with anxiety mm-hmm. um throughout middle school i don't say this story often we're going there but we're going there because <laughs> we want people to be open about their experiences mm-hmm. and we want people to be um comfortable sharing those experiences because it's it is cathartic and it is a a way of release relief totally so anyways fifth grade uh it wasn't italy at the time there was this basketball game we were on the road we i think we're a team of seven so it's just just the van halfway through the the van trip i had to really go to the bathroom and yeah, I had to really go. <laughs> it wasn't. Um, it wasn't number one. I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> it you had to take a crap. You had to take. I had to go. I had to go. And I just had this experience where I was yelling. I don't know what came over me, but in that moment, I had nothing else in my mind except going to the bathroom. Mm. So I was yelling at the bus driver. I may have. Let some gas live. I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe I do know. Actually, I know. Well, this is real. This is real. <laughs> yeah. I know. I let some gas slip. Friends are laughing at me. Like, I'll remember. I don't mm. know why I remember this memory so vividly. But friends are laughing at me. Mm. One of my friends like, hey, he's really got to go. And stop laughing. And I appreciated that. Mm. Yeah. He's so like we, yeah. standing up. Yeah. So we pulled over to the side of the road. I did my thing in the little ditch over there. Uh, got my Jordan Twelves dirty. That was that was a that was a bummer. Jordan. But I can I remember like hearing laughter from the van while I was down there. Mm. Long story short, that was the long story. Anyways, that was like traumatizing for me. So, in certain instances where I feel like I can't escape like rooms or whatever. Like in classrooms from then on, I always sat next to nearest to the door, you know, just so if I need to go, I'm right there. Yeah. I always felt uncomfortable sitting in the middle. And I still do. Yeah, yeah. But it's just that anxiety that I guess that, I don't know, it's traumatic. Definitely. Even though I accept it, like it's something that I still deal with. So that's just one. Maybe we'll get on to something else about me later. Well, that 
Man, thanks for yeah, yeah. even for sharing that and being vulnerable in that way. I mean, well, first of all, sitting in a classroom in the middle of the classroom, I'm with you with that. When, when <laughs> we were like in you. college, I don't want to be in the middle. <laughs> I feel like people from behind me are staring yeah, at me. And, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, so it's kind of. I, I think there are a lot of people who can relate to even just that that feeling and and even just breaking down that experience. Like from what I heard, like. You know, there's this feeling of of being socially rejected. Mm. You know, and I think we've all we've all felt that in various degrees. And like, um, I think sometimes we tell ourselves like, "Oh, it's dumb, and I don't want to share it." Yeah. But like sharing it, then like it empowers other people to like to to feel like they can share it as mm-hmm. well. You know, whatever that story is for them. You know, for me, like growing up, I. Uh, so my mother is African American. My my father is half African American, half uh, white, whatever, however you want to say it. But um, so I'm I'm light skin, whatever. Uh, <laughs> and so growing up, um, I w- whenever I was around uh, dark skin African Americans, they would always kind of point out the fact that I was very light skin, and mm. I was also from born and raised in a very Caucasian, um, you know, middle-class society. Uh-huh. And so I was, I always felt kind of in this weird, um, between a rock and a hard place at times, feeling like I wasn't, I wasn't really white, but I wasn't really black. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't black enough to be with the black people. And I certainly wasn't white enough to be with the white people. So I was in this whole like, you know, racial conundrum of like what the heck yeah. <laughs> and that form of rejection i was oftentimes i i would i would avoid um in any way that i could and it definitely generated like anxiety in me for mm-hmm. sure in different settings but i it took me a while to even be able to address that because i think for such a long time i was like man this is so dumb like why yeah. am i you know i'd be hiding my white thighs at football really? practice. Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, now I'm like, man, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am my own breed, <laughs> my own whatever you want to call it. Was there like a significant turning point or a realization or is it just gradually? I think gradually. Um, how would I put it? It's like I think I just didn't have a choice anymore. I realized that my my heritage was my own mm. and I my only choice was to accept it or be at constant conflict and I didn't want to be in that constant conflict and mm. I just got to a point eventually um I don't think it it just kind of happened but I had to get to that point where I was like this is who I am and I like who I am yeah. it's pretty cool even though it's different from everybody else it's not the normal, uh-huh. you know, but that's what we're chasing. You know? That's what we're, I was chasing <laughs> you know? it for some time, you know, and I wasn't ever able to catch up, you know, and I'm, I think I got to the point where I was done chasing. Mm. And when I stopped chasing, that was when I like got pretty dang happy with who I am, where I came from, you know? Yeah. I think I kind of felt that way. Not, I'm sure not to the extent that you have, but, um, Back when I was living on the East Coast, here in California, being Asian is not so 
not so big of a deal. Yeah, or it's not yeah. like emphasize it I hear it, as yeah. much. When I was living in on the East Coast, like Tennessee, Kentucky, um, I remember being like the three one of three Asians in middle school. Mm. Or one of five Asians, something like that. But it's just funny because here I am classified as Asian. But when like I go to the Philipp I'm Filipino. Yeah. And when I would go to the Philippines, I haven't been in a while, but when I did used to go, um, they would call me American. Because I, I don't I don't speak the language, I don't understand mm. as much as other people do. So is there definitely some some conflict within like yeah. who am I supposed to be? Am I not Filipino? Am I yeah. am I not American? I don't know. But it was just it was just interesting during that time. I gradually just like you guys got over it and hmm. accepted who I am. But it's it's weird how these uh social aspects come into play. Yeah. Hmm. This is some really good stuff. I know. It's pretty good. Stuff. <laughs> <sighs> Man, and, and I'm sure like so in in episodes, you know, to come, mm -hmm. I th I think it'll be really It'll be interesting to see what will come out of, of us individually and then right. hopefully like, you know, what will prompt conversations for others to have, you know. Um, but man, this is just the first episode. I know. We're talking about nervous poops and light skin and it's am I African-American? Am I white? Is he Filipino? Am I Filipino? <laughs> is he black? We don't even know. <laughs> 20 episodes in, you'll, you'll find out. <laughs> Tune into episode 20, you'll, you'll figure out all these answers. Yep. Find out Ace is actually the father <laughs> of all of us. <laughs> uh, okay, well, that brings us to the last part. What people can expect in future podcasts. Mm -hmm. so what do we want to address? I mean, I, I'm sure there's. this is such a broad topic with yeah. so many different categories, but... Just here and now, what can we think of that we might want to that are important to address in, mm -hmm. in some of our upcoming podcasts? We already touched upon the the gender difference, like the mm -hmm. masculinity mm -hmm. of the mind or the brain. Um, also, femininity. You know, we don't we don't discriminate here. No, it's no, not, it's not about it's not what we do. Well, actually, you know, just I want to add on to that really quick. Just. I know this is tackling on a, a huge topic, uh -huh. um, and there's a lot of info, but based off of my, my limited perspective and my own personal experience, I think uh, one thing that, can, that we can address in mental health is uh, the, the men and the women out there who feel displaced or not accepted because they, they have maybe a propensity in a particular, you know, for instance, very specifically for me, I, I am. I love talking about my feelings. I like. Mm. Um, I like exploring the expanse that is the the human mind, and I love talking. Um, as I'm sure you can all tell. <laughs> um, and and I think that I've actually had more of a propensity to hang out with women growing up mm. because I noticed that that was something that they really enjoyed to do, and and I always kind of felt at times odd or out of place with men because a lot of the men, at least in, in my demographic, um, I guess you'd say is a, you know, man's man, whatever yeah. that even means. Um, 
but but yeah, essentially getting to this place where men and women can accept both masculine and feminine mm. traits um, and and not assigning a particular gender uh, certain masculine or feminine traits. They're interchangeable irrespective to uh, your gender. And I think that by itself, um, just allowing people to have the freedom to exist in masculine and or feminine form, regardless of your gender, could alleviate a lot of internal dissonance that, that people might have. Exactly. Um, yeah, anyways. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and there are a lot of factors, I believe, that go into that. There's like the generation gap. There's... Mm-hmm. Um, why did it slip my mind? The culture, traditions, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, um, so many like location, like socioeconomic status. There's totally. so many, totally, yeah, that play the factor in how our, you develop. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> what your propensity might be. I, I know that also opens up the conversation of nature versus nurture, right? Mm-hmm. Like, are we who we are based off our biology or based off our environment? Mix of both. Like, <laughs> mix of both. But we know that, yeah, like you're saying, though, but it where you grow up, um, the people that you're exposed to, the experiences that you have influence the kind of people we become. Mm-hmm. I think know? so. I mean, we don't know the exact percentage, but it's definitely something. It's definitely there. If you want us to do the research, we will do the research. We will definitely do the research. So um, let us know if you have any questions about anything mental health related or anything in general. Try to help you out because that's what we're here for. Yeah. Yeah, I think having that 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 open discussion, I think that's what we're starting to see more and people, more and more people want to have. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that, one interesting thing that I read recently is uh, about puritanical societies. Uh, if you're a family friend, a family member, or a friend, you've probably heard me talk about this. But puritanical societies exist in this way where it it elicits this this sense of false freedom, where you have this sense of you have the freedom to place judgment, you have the political freedom, you have mm. um, freedom of choice, but these perspectives or um, opinions or any actual expression or behavior of those freedoms that don't go in line with popular belief uh, then has consequences where you then become ostracized, you're socially unaccepted, Mm -hmm. your friendships and relationships then become um, negatively affected because you're not in line with um, what is the common way of thinking. And so I think we've all experienced a a variation of that puritanical society Mm -hmm. in some form in our lives where, you know, we're told, oh yeah, you have the freedom to speak up. But then when you do speak up, you're met with rejection. You're met with social outcasting. And, and um, I think this platform, how we'd like to be different is that, we um, we want to embrace all kinds of thoughts and perspectives yeah. um heading in a positive growth and uh, growth perspective um but yeah every essentially everything's up for grabs and and mm-hmm. we're not trying to put anybody down no definitely not yeah so that yeah that's what's to ex- what is to expect yeah from us <laughs> question mark 
like what to expect <laughs> from us. Yes. There will be a lot of I'm Ron Burgundy. More a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> Am I reading this this teleprompter in front of me? I don't know. It's going too fast, so I can't I'm sorry. <laughs> Slow it down, guys. In the future, there will be more personal stories. I'm sh- I know I haven't shared hmm. all of mine yet. Yeah. Um, but we'll get to that bridge when we cross it. We'll dive into Patrick's life. For so sure. many things. So many things. But <laughs> we'll pull everything apart. Um and mine. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know if it's as easy to talk about these things as it is for Ryan. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, I still have trouble talking about mental health and mm-hmm. I feel like this podcast is a way for me to to chase that normal, mm. you know what I'm saying? Heck yeah. Chase that normal. Heck yeah. See what I did there. That was a little plug right there. <laughs> Chasing normal. But yeah, um, this is good for me. It's, it's good experience. And it is relief. It is, it is cathartic. So I appreciate mm. Ryan for being with me and making it easier for me mm. to talk about these things. Heck yeah. Yeah. Dude, likewise, man. <laughs> now all of our listeners have to listen to our little love fest. It's mm. going on right now. Our bro love. Okay. Well, that being said, we are we are very excited to to get this started. Um we this was our intention for this first episode was to really just be free flowing and to share with you guys what's what's really on our hearts. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, we're excited to dive into some specific topics moving forward, like we had mentioned about um, just how we deal uh, with mental health issues, and that is a very broad topic. Mm. Um, so, so expect um, a lot to come. Um, also, please, if you have thoughts or opinions, if if you know moving forward, we want to be an open book um, and and allow people to to share their thoughts. Um, and, and be heard, yeah. because it, you guys are hearing us, um, and we're able to uh, to make some of these issues known and, and create this open discussion. But uh, we also want you guys to be heard. Definitely, um, you can. We have an email, chasingnormal.org. <laughs> that means we're legit <laughs> at gmail.com. It's official, ladies and gentlemen. It's official. <laughs> if you have anything you want to say, share your story. Even if you want to be anonymous and just sharing mm. a story, make a fake email and email us. We advocate fake emails. Yeah, that's what we do For this here. purpose. <laughs> Chasingnormal.org is not fake, by the way. That's not. Definitely real. So send us your thoughts, questions, comments, concerns, mm. and we'll get back to you. Until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Patrick. Thank you for listening. Mm.